All right, what's happening, you savages? Alex Perez here, joining you again for another episode of my unconventional podcast. Today, I have Victoria Ladani on the show. She is originally from the Ukraine, and she immigrated from the Ukraine over here to the United States about three years ago. And she is here on the show to tell her story, to talk about her first jobs here, her education in Ukraine compared to here and what she's doing now, um, how she learned English. It's it's just an incredible, a very inspiring, and a very interesting story that I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate to. You can follow her on Instagram at underscore Tori underscore story. And you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Perez. <laughs> did you hear that voice crack? I, I know you did. At Alex Perez FC. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and uh, follow on Spotify. I would appreciate all of that. The reviews and the rates go a very long way. All right, I'm going to shut up now so you can enjoy this show. Until the next one, take care. Starting off the podcast like Joe Rogan. Victoria, your first impression when you arrived in this beautiful country that is the United States of America. Oh, well, um, it's pretty hard to remember. It was three years ago. Uh, when I came, it was... Okay, when I first came to United States, it was New York City. So right away, we went to JFK Airport, and it didn't look much like United States. And then we got on the bus, and we were driving to Manhattan. And when I looked into the window, I saw the Times Square. And I can't even describe my feelings, because I saw that place so many times in the movies. I saw that place so many times, like on the internet with all those fancy photos. And when I looked in the window, it was just right there and I couldn't believe my happiness. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it's I, I feel like that's part of the American dream. Like some people see it on TV like like you did. And whenever it's actually real, they're like, oh, my God, they can't believe it. That's so cool. But um, just listening to you speak, your English is really really good um compared to some people who have been here for years and i mean i i wouldn't even say that my english is great and i'm a native speaker how long how how long did it take you to pick up the language oh well i remember myself like in on the first day when i just arrived and i came into united states with work and travel USA uh-huh. program. Uh-huh. So my employer, he was talking to me and wondering, like asking asking me about my flight, and I could I barely could answer him. And when I just started working, um, I didn't know what everyone was talking about, like what everyone was talking about. It was really embarrassing. I was just barely communicating, and I had some knowledge because we learned English in school and I took a course before but it was so like elementary mm-hmm. like I yeah really it was speak. very basic yeah. right yeah and then somehow 
somehow, I don't know how it actually worked. Um, I had a little notebook. So every day when everyone was saying um, some words that I didn't know, so I asked them to spell it again and again. I was bothering everyone around. <laughs> and then I remember like every evening I was sitting at home and I was translating everything and uh, just trying to memorize everything. And I would like to just mention that um, when I was working uh, when I was a part of Working Travel USA program, I came to work on Long Island and there was a dorm, especially for the students who arrived for, for a program. And there were only um, international students all over the world and no one spoke Russian. So was, I was the only girl who spoke Russian and I had no one to talk to. So. I had to speak Russian. Uh, I, I had to speak English, and I lived with a Canadian girl and mm -hmm. with the Turkish girl in one room. So whenever I came home, I asked Canadian girl all the time. So she helped me a lot. Wow. So you mentioned that you had like a little notebook and you would write down stuff. Yeah. What were some of the words that you were translating, or some of the words that you would write down? Oh, I well I. My first job was actually when I when I came in, I had two jobs, two part jobs. I was working in the laundry and of golf club, and the second was was the cocktail waiter. So whatever this is, tablecloth, this is folding, this is pillowcase, like like towel. I didn't know the word towel. I didn't mm -hmm. know anything. <laughs> I didn't know even the straw. So one day, like a member of the club, he asked me for a straw and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, that was so embarrassing. I didn't know what napkin is. So you, you could just like imagine yeah. what, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, very basic terminology, like very basic words that you had to pick up in order to to understand everyone and listen coming from a from a family of immigrants i myself understand your struggle because even to this day my mom doesn't speak english and she's been here for a few a few decades now you know and 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 it's so tough for her to communicate she needs me as a translator all the time um but but with you i mean you picked it up right away you you picked up the language pretty well you keep nodding your head, but you pick it up. Well, you picked it up really quick. You know, how long have you been here? Three years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Three years. Three years. Yeah. And two of them, I was I was working for the Russian trucking company when I just moved to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I didn't have much practice, and sometimes I regret about it because if I would spend so much time like in American environment, probably I would just get better results. Mm -hmm. And I'm still pretty embarrassed about my English. Whenever I speak to someone, I feel not comfortable because I have to say to take some time to pick the right word and pronunciation. Sometimes people ask me multiple times what I mean and it still doesn't make me comfortable. Yeah, and that's understandable. That's totally understandable, but 
I mean, you doing this podcast today says a lot about you and how much you've learned already because you're having like a full blown out, blown up conversation with with me, you know, and that's that's yeah, that's awesome. That that should be a milestone for you and you and your family should be proud. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. What about um, talk to me about the differences between the culture of the United States and the culture of your country of like ukrainian culture how how different it is compared to to our culture or maybe even like something that they have in common i i don't know we might have more in common than we think well this is pretty hard question because there is so many specific directions in which this uh, two different nationalities can be similar and different but Hmm. Well, we can talk about a little bit about the food. Sure. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. So Americans can eat whatever they have, whatever they find. So in America, everyone is working. So this is just a basics of your life. So you have to work to leave and it can be like 70 hours per week, 80 hours per week. And this is like, okay, this is normal. And a lot of people, they have two or three jobs at the same time to support their family mm -hmm. when they have mortgage. And they always have food on their run. So they just get a hot dog, they get pizzas, they get soda. And I have no idea how you guys survive. <laughs> how's yeah. this stomach? Like, how is it working? Well, and it's not the best. It, it's not the best thing in the world, I'll tell you that, because yeah. uh, a lot of people suffer from, like, severe stomach issues here in the States. And that's very normal because, um, like you said, we eat, like, bad food, like hot dogs and pizza and a lot of processed foods. Um, but what's, like, the main dish over there in Ukraine? Because I know, like, right here, you think of America, you think of the United States as like, oh, hamburger. What about for you guys? Yeah, when I, when I think about America, I would say hamburger, french fries, yeah. pizza. Yeah, and, and probably a milkshake, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Yeah. And when I think about Ukraine, this is porsche or soup. Okay. So this is something that you like eat almost every day. Okay. My mom always said, you have to eat some like soup or borscht. And then... <laughs> No one's eating this in the summer. Like, come on. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we have more balanced diet. We have a lot of fruits. We have a lot of vegetables and we okay. have a lot of like soups. So this is basically difference in how we uh, look at the food. So this is something that gives us energy. It's not just junk to make us just work a little bit more like for a little bit more of time so mm -hmm. I said this yeah no 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 you did you did um and that is the key word right there balance because like you said you guys have your vegetables and your fruits and all of that and we don't i mean the only vegetable that we have are potatoes but then we make them into french fries so then that just completely makes it unhealthy because we put like a bunch of salt in it and like yeah it it, it it we process it and it's it's nasty if you really think about it i mean it tastes good but what it does to your health it's ridiculous but you have californian fruits and vegetables yeah. there's like a lot of a lot of gardens and just mm -hmm. people don't have used to eat those 
mm-hmm. like you have used to eat some potatoes corn and this is just the basics of your diet here yeah it so there are some like pretty big differences between our cultures and that's the cool thing about it like that's why i have you on because i wanted to see like how how different we really are even though like um for those who who don't know which i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that don't know like we met in an accounting class yeah <laughs> at what uh, yeah at the community college like you know uh it it's just completely completely different like where we come from yeah. right like like um i'd say that i'm like the stereotypical american you no. know like uh no li- like work not. you know works nine to five like that's what he does which i mean a lot of americans do and and you like you're you're uh you're this foreign girl that wants to eat the world and wants to be the best and like you know that also like it, it it's going to touch on on the next point that that i'm trying to make like people who come here from other countries are usually the ones that end up succeeding the most you know and that uh, i was talking about that on the first episode with my guy miguel shout out to him um how we were talking about like people from central america how those people their situation is bad it's really bad economically um and you know just uh socially you know there there's a lot of violence and all of that um i I don't know your reasoning as to why you came over here i don't know if you want to talk about it on air sure um yeah we can definitely touch on that um that'll be some good content um but it's usually the people who come from other countries that want to succeed more because us americans and I'm, i'm putting myself in this group because i mean i kind of have to we're we get lazy lazy we get complacent we get um we're almost satisfied with being okay we don't want to be great we're like ah we already live in america like what what else can we possibly do and people like you people who come from other countries they want to succeed really bad and they want to take it from us which some people get mad at that kind of dumb because you you know those people that are getting mad should do something about it you know um but yeah your story what was your reasoning your main reason as to why you immigrated to the united states um i just i'm i'm not sure if we finished with the first question because we talked only about the difference in the food Maybe yeah, you just no it's fine it, mm, okay. we can go back to that but we can talk about um yeah. your reason as to why you you came here well Um, I can talk for myself and I also can talk for other people who stayed there, here. And what can I say about myself? Um, when I took a part in this program, my main reason was the learning English. Mm-hmm. So I wanted, I was studying at the university at that time and I had like a life plan. So I just wanted to come to america it was just a travel a cr- like it, it's another side of the planet so it was like i was 18 years old and it was so interesting for me to go to learn new culture to meet new people i was like i came alone and it was so interesting for me i walked new york streets <laughs> for so many weekends it was just amazing and at the same time was learning so 
I was thinking about coming back and getting the job of my dream, you know, just work in the capital and know English. This is something I was trying to reach. And then at the end of the summer, somehow, remember I told you that I was living in the dorm with the international mm -hmm. students. Mm -hmm. So I had no one to talk to. And that was pretty crazy because for me, because... You know, when you can't speak your language and it's hard to speak for you on English. And my English was much worse mm -hmm. than it is now. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find someone who I can talk to. And I was looking for a girlfriend like in your city. So I could meet her and just go to museums, go shopping or <laughs> whatever. And I texted just on the Russian like Facebook and... My husband responded and asked me to go to Six Flags with his friends. And so I, I couldn't make it that time. But later we met and we just started meeting. And then we, when I came back to Ukraine, we still talked. And this is how next year, when I came into US, I decided to stay because he asked me to. It was just... For me, it was just love. <laughs> oh, look at that. That is awesome. You know, uh, on this last episode, I had uh, my friend who's a, who's a parent now. He is, um, he, he's a parent to, to a baby girl. And now I have a person that's married. Yay. Like two things that I'm probably never going to accomplish in my life. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get married. But, no, but, but that is so cool. You know, um, your first reason was like to succeed, to learn English, to have the job of your dreams. And then you, you ended up staying because you found uh, a, a man that, that fulfills you. Can I say that makes you happy? Yes. That, that that treats you right. That's awesome. But at the same time, it was really hard decision for me and mm -hmm. for my family because still I was 19 year, years old Jesus. when I decided to stay. It was just a child. I I did like I was dumb. Like <laughs> seriously. No. It, and then yeah. I was believe me, I was so naive. I trusted everyone. It was so easy to make me cry, and um, I quit university. So I basically decided to stay. And I give, gave up on my life. I knew at that time, I don't know if I can say this. You can cut it if you don't want this part. No, go ahead. Uh, so I was, uh, I was undocumented. Uh, yeah, undocumented. Mm -hmm. Undocumented. Oh, no, this doesn't work. Undocumented for like a year, maybe a little bit less. So when I stayed... I just wanted to be with him. And that meant that we have to wait till he get his citizenship. Mm -hmm. And this time wasn't easy for me because I couldn't find the job, like normal job with W9, if I'm not mistaken, mm. form where I could pay taxes and just get a driving license. This is like incredible, incredibly hard to like not have a car in the Chicago suburbs. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. So <laughs> it was really hard, and my parents they were asking me so many times, like, "Are you sure?" Like, I I wasn't I wasn't sure. I didn't know why my husband wanted me. You know, the girl who lives in Ukraine, and I wasn't sure if this is a real love for him, because a lot of guys, you know, they just trying to get whatever they want. We're pieces of shit. 
sometimes yes <laughs> and i felt like he's the that person that right person for me but at the same time it was pretty scary and pretty oh yeah dangerous of course for me yeah yeah but i'm glad i just risked everything because this is basically i don't know he's the best man in my life oh, and is, i'm really happy about my that decision. is so cool yeah, but i can also say about other people who stays in here is that it is really hard situation in Ukraine. It's really difficult in there. Even if you get your degree, sometimes you can't find a job. Like I, I'm not saying about the job in the right major. You can't sometimes even find a job at all. And whatever, whenever you get a job, this is like the money that you get. It's ridiculous. So you barely can afford anything hmm. and o only people who have their own businesses they can survive there wow. so the teacher's salary i don't know how much it is now like 200 dollars, like 300 dollars per month this is oh, wow. <laughs> this guy just passed <laughs> on a skateboard um by the way i hate to break the fourth wall here but we're in the uh in our college's library we're we're recording this so it might sound a little bit echoey um, but yeah, going back to the salaries in, um, in, in Ukraine, what's the currency over there? What's the, like the, the, the money that, that you guys use? Uh, this is Krivnas. Okay. And I believe the $1 is like 32 Krivnas right now. Let's look it up. Okay. Let's look it up. Um, cause I know like in, in Mexico, uh, we have the peso. And one dollar is like um, twenty pesos, I think. So, uh, yeah, the currency is really not that. Okay. <laughs> it's not that good over there. Ukrainian currency to dollar. Okay. Um, yeah. What? How do you pronounce it again? In Ukrainian, this is krivnas. Krivnas. Okay. Yeah. It's spelled H R Y V N I A. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's um uh one ukrainian can you say it again one more time yeah is uh it's about four cents four american cents so let's say for example you have 10 that's 37 cents 37 american cents so now 300 dollars in a month is about eight thousand one hundred forty-eight, yeah. and is that a lot? Is that pretty much nothing? That's this is. I, I don't know how to. Um, I should say like talk with respect because this country made me who I am. Mm -hmm. But this is pretty awful and i feel really bad about this i feel really bad about the older people who can't help themselves they have to sell whatever they have like flowers which they pick in the parks or they can grow some greens or like they they sell whatever they can to make their life a little bit better and this is makes me really upset and they you know they worked all their life it's not like they were just waiters all their life no they teachers they worked for example 
they were engineers or like some doctors so and now they like like nothing because right now people who works they basically gives their pension Mm -hmm. yeah right Yeah, yeah we have that over here too um so this is this is not it's not fair it's not fair fair. for for them right yeah and right now the money gets only people who can just run you know Mm -hmm. in this circle Mm -hmm. yeah so so the money stays where it's at the rich get richer right yes that's true wow well you know we see a lot of that in on this side of the world too you know it, it it happens a lot on this side of the world um um just real quick um uh, in mexico we we have a new president and um and he was campaigning for um better pensions for older people for retired people and uh you know he's 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 not living up to his to his promises and he's only been in office for about six months and people are already mad yeah. you know they want to see change so i can't even imagine in your country when um when people know what they deserve and they know that their money's there but it's just that for whatever reason they're not getting it and they have to do something else in order to to make a living it's frustrating i i understand your frustration and um i i understand why so many people from over there come here to make a living and when they move here they work um as at the low class jobs like waitering bartendering whatever they can find and they get better living here than if they would get a degree in their country and work as the professionals and this is pretty uh, like upset and sad situation because this is just not right right yeah working as a waiter here is better than working as a doctor there this is that's probably the best way that you could have put it yeah wow when you that is incredible when you earn here like two thousand dollars you can still buy your like one thousand dollar (laughs) iphone you can buy like uh your i know like two thousand dollars camera like whatever you want to if you want a nice clothes you can save and buy it Mm -hmm. but there if you want an iphone you will just i don't know collect money for a year like two years so this is kind of impossible dreams people just can't have like nice things Mm -hmm. and that's why they have this problem problems with their drinking and smoking because basically they has they have no entertainment there they have nothing to do so they just hang around like with each other and just drink it makes them forget about their problems and it's stressful stressful for them that's what they do wow um that is crazy that is crazy that um over there there's there there are so many things going on and uh, uh yeah, go ahead go ahead also we have a new president yes mm-hmm. and everyone's really mm, everyone's really patriotic right now okay yeah like they believe in this guy and I'm not sure if anything's going to be changed uh, in the future, like the future couple of years, but everyone really believes in him. And remember, we went to that supermarket Mm -hmm. and we saw a lot of candies of our ex-president. Yes. And a lot of people right now, they are saying that he wasn't worried about 
his nation. He was wor worried about his business. And this guy, he presents himself like a guy from from just like a regular person. The new president, right? Yeah. Okay. And everyone has a belief that everything's going to be changed because our country, it's beautiful. It has a beautiful, talented people. They have so many great singers. They have so many great actors. Um, I love the language. It's so beautiful. Um, I love our uh, nature. We have so beautiful lands. We have so beautiful uh, trees, like gardens. Like we have so much history. And that's really upsetting that everything turned so bad for us. Yeah. And uh, also, you forgot to mention the athletics oh, yeah. in your country. You have Vasily Lomachenko. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh, Uzik, Uzik, I think he's Ukrainian too. I think he's Uzik? a, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I butchered his name and I'm a boxing fan. Um, the, the Ukrainian soccer team in the U20, um, these are like 18, 19 year old kids. And they're in the World Cup right now and well by the time this goes up i don't know if they're still going to be in it but they're doing pretty good uh so there's a lot and also the you know this this is funny because we kind of we talked on the we talked about this like before how like how big of a, of a soccer fan i am yeah the, like how the way that i was introduced to like the ukrainian culture was back in 2012 when poland and ukraine hosted the the euro the euro cup um great tournament that was a great tournament spain ended up winning but uh the final was in kiev or yeah can, can you say it in, in in your language kiev kiev okay there you go um the final was there the stadium the champions league final last year was there too i'm sure you're aware of this even though you don't follow the sport but i'm yeah yeah it yeah. was a huge thing yeah huge event in yeah country. yeah exactly so like it does look like like it has first first world facilities first world buildings but the way that you describe the situation of the people of the lower classes it kind of just like brings everything else down so again it's like every every other country that's struggling right now and there's also um a lot of like political issues or there was i don't know if there is now uh when you mentioned this new president which i i hope for you and for all the people in in, in ukraine and the people that live here i hope he turns out to be someone someone good to be a good leader um so so yeah i mean there, there, there's just so many different things about your country that people people don't know I'm, I'm pretty sure if you put a map and you put like 50 people in here and you tell them to point it point out ukraine i bet like 10 of them are going to point it out because people don't talk about it much people don't talk about your culture much and that's why i wanted to have you on so you can talk about your culture Yay. you know and the, the, like this is so cool this is awesome um, like a couple more things before we wrap up because we're still going to record a video. Um, yeah, I'm going to eat some uh, some Ukrainian snacks. I hope I don't shit myself. Um, <laughs> okay. You won't. <laughs> I hope so. You will ask me for more. Okay, I hope so. Um, what's one American thing that, that you would apply to the Ukrainian culture? Like whether it's music whether it's food or a tradition that we have, something that you would like to bring on to your culture from ours? Right now, um, American influence is huge in our country. So I would say a lot of people, they just dream. Like like you said, American dream. Everyone wants a 
house, a dog, a family, a car. <laughs> Everyone uh, is dreaming about going to Los Angeles, New York. This is in another world. This is so much more differ different than Ukraine. So right now, the movies about the schools, colleges, about teenagers, uh, then about um, adults who are working on in this fancy offices in downtown and looking at the downtown from this um, wall windows. Mm -hmm. This is a huge influence and people are dreaming about it. So they think that America is the place where all the people are happy. So they Boy, just, do they not. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. So what they think about is when you come to United States, they just drive you um, a cabriolet, you mm -hmm. know, like with without the roof uh -huh. car. Yeah. They just give you a car, you sit in it, and then you have um, luggage with uh, dollars in your back seat and you just drive in and you spend money i hope so and then there's celebrities on the uh crosswalks you know just mm -hmm. everywhere and you just drive and enjoying your life and there's sun and ocean so and they don't they can't imagine that there's a lot of homeless people that mm -hmm. to live in here you have to pay a rent which is like a huge part of your salary and to afford a house you have to pay all this mortgages right mm -hmm. all the percentage mm -hmm. which sometimes can exceed uh, the value of the home like in two three times yes and people just um present in at their jobs and they can't quit it even though they suffer like for 10 20 years and there's a lot of problems in here too and but going back to your question mm -hmm. <laughs> music is already applied Cinema okay. is already applied. Okay. Uh, what about traditions? Like, like uh, I don't know, like Christmas or New Year's or, or I don't know, like 4th of July, like the way we celebrate our independence. Wouldn't you want to like celebrate it with fireworks too, yours? I'm not sure about independence, like United States independence, because it's still the independence of your country, mm. not ours. Yeah. But No, no, no. But, but like your your country's independence oh, day. Oh, right in there. Yeah, but like how how would how do you celebrate it the or do you not celebrate it at all the same with the fireworks oh okay concerts, oh uh, okay on the main okay. streets all the time but okay okay it's okay. not that huge as in your country okay and still the thanksgiving day it's about the history of your culture mm -hmm. and we have some our holidays especially okay. for our country but about Christmas, we have Christmas on another day, on the 7th of January. Okay. But your Christmas on the 24th, uh -huh. right? Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve uh -huh. uh, we, so for the past few years, I know that people started celebrating your Christmas. So American Really? Christmas. So American culture is so powerful that it just influenced each country. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I feel like Ukraine just, I don't know, it adores, adores yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They love us. You love, they love you. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. That's such a compliment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what about from Ukrainian culture? What would you bring on to over here? Something that's um, unique, something that you really enjoy doing or something that you really enjoy watching or something that you really like. 
you can just insert the cricket sounds in here wow <laughs> well i can say that um i like the educational system for example is school educational system yes. so for example in school i had to take all the subjects uh at the same time you have to choose whatever you want to learn i had to choose whatever it was chemistry biology history geography math physics like i had to take everything to finish school and um it, it's hard but still it made me more like when you know different yeah like um well right here we call it like well-rounded more okay. more educated a little sharper more smart yeah right like. but still i had more specific in math so my specialization was in math i'm good at math even here mm -hmm. but you can choose to learn english and french for for example so you would just get in that direction so you can choose for yourself but still you get to know much more information that you get to learn here and um for example as you mentioned i had to learn the names of all the countries and all the capitals and where they are in the world so i don't think that that's a bad thing no that's not bad at all so there's no such a problem as pointing at the countries like mm -hmm. so this there's a lot of things like this and we learn a lot about nationalities i just really love geography that's why me too yeah that's why <laughs> i love it <laughs> we had i loved what i learned so different people would love something different like history for example they would yes just, um and then at university i would say that it was much more harder to study at ukraine than it's in here even though the barrier makes it harder for me mm -hmm. if i would be an english fluent english speaker native 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 english? and fluent yeah yeah uh -huh. okay if i would be a native speaker and in here and i would compare as a native speaker of ukraine of ukraine oh my god i'm saying such a no, no sense no, no that you're basically saying that you would have an easier time if you could speak the language like fluently here that's how you that's how you would have an easier time if i would compare two educational systems of ukraine and america and uh, I would not have. The library and academic session will be closed in 30 minutes. Wow, look Please at that. Please bring laptops and all materials to check out to the circulation at this time. We'll edit this out. <laughs> so, and then I would say that it's easier to learn in America than in Ukraine if English wouldn't be a problem. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this. It takes a lot of courage to to come on here and have a full-on conversation without speaking the language as, like you wish you would, although I understood everything that you said. You were awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, can you just say something in Ukrainian real quick? Just like, I don't know, if if you want to like tell your parents to listen to this um, or like just something for the people listening just say something in ukrainian and then translate it do you want me to say something in ukrainian or russian uh both both yes say the same thing ukrainian 
Russian and English. Okay, I can say just, I know, just a simple couple of words. Yes. Or maybe I can say um, the peace and love for you. So it would sound Miru uh, Talubovi on Ukrainian. Okay. Mira Lvi on the Russian. It's very similar. Yeah. It's like Spanish and Portuguese. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, do you want Yo. the people to follow you on social media? Uh, <laughs> I mean... Sure. <laughs> if you don't, it's cool. I, I totally respect your privacy, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? This is Tori's story. <laughs> okay, Tori's story. Yeah, it's like lower, lower dash. The Tori. underscore. Tori <laughs> underscore story right Tori underscore no underscore Tori underscore story oh okay okay two underscores i'll just put it on the on the show notes so you can uh so you can go follow her she likes to take pictures yeah. and she goes on trips and all of that so yeah thank you so much for doing this i appreciate it and uh as for me you can follow me on twitter and instagram at alex perez fc subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts and spotify um and uh what else i don't know Enjoy the weather, I guess, even though if you're from Chicago, you're getting some shitty fucking weather. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Take care and goodbye. God bless America. At least I know I'm free.